Brothers and sisters, it's time for Angel Repair Juice. There. My name's Henry Volk. Not yet. Oh. You will be in a minute. And welcome to another edition of Angel Repair Juice. My name's Henry Volk. My name's Matthew Pancake, and Henry wants to lay down some fat rhymes or something. What was it you said? I think I said dope rhymes. Some dope rhymes. Sick rhymes. Dope, sick rhymes. Dope. Yeah. You know, we probably shouldn't be. <laughs> we sound silly. <laughs> was it the beat? Was that what it was? The beat for the bump music? It was the beat, man. I, oh, you're gonna leave. Really speaking to me, man. Was it speaking to you? Well, I could it make it speak, speaking to me. I could make it speak to you some more if you needed to. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm okay. I'm I'm okay. You're okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. okay. You're okay. Okay, so okay then. So if you're okay and I'm okay, let's see if the listeners are okay with this. This is the niche. Our, you know, we didn't do that last week, by the way. Bad, bad boys. No biscuit. Slap on the wrist. Because we we messed up, what we the the program this program is the niche of all time. It is anime from a Lutheran perspective. You will ne- you will probably never find. We'd have to we'd have to quantify this now. We'd never find a program like this because the niche is good. The niche is life. Yeah, that's the thing that they say on the internet. We don't know what it means yet, but we're working on it. Yeah, you, you know Matthew what. I think that we're the only theological anime program because you know, I think about like the Reformed. The Reformed have podcasts coming out the wazoo, man. They got like the Batman the Re- podcast. They got the video game podcast. They got the homebrew podcast. They got the craft beer podcast. They've got the married couples podcast. <laughs> They've got the children's the- podcast. But they don't have an anime podcast, and we beat them to it. Uh-huh. Score one we for the, the Lutherans. We are first. We're the first one. We needed like a 95 thesis of anime. That's what we need. <laughs> or a nine and a half thesis of anime. 9.5 thesis. There you go. There we go. I, I can handle that. Nine point foot. You think you can get through nine, nine and a half thesis, theses I, before you, right? Before I, before I go insane? Before it, well, you know, just the idea of see now, how much more school scholarly do you think people are? You know, the, in, in Luther's day, when all they had was paper and pen, they didn't have typewriters, they didn't have computers, they didn't have you know the internet to be able to do all their research on, right? Mm-hmm. And yet he's got this great big thing with all these theses, you know, and then writes an explanation of the theses. Yeah. You know, think about that. You know, so you read the ninety-five thesis, and then there's an explanation of the ninety-five thesis that he published afterwards, and that's even bigger. Yeah, know? and they're doing it with pen and paper. My pastor, um, have you ever heard of Nan- NaNoWriMo? Um, no, I haven't. You know? NaNoWriMo is—I can't remember what it it means. That what the NaNoWriMo means, but what it is is every every November they have a, a sort of a competition for writers. To finish a novel within one month. Okay. You write a novel. 
And uh, Pastor Pastor Gary gets into this, and I, I know you probably saw that he was has a certificate that says he's a he's a he's a winner. What what that means? It doesn't mean that he beat anybody. It means that he actually accomplished writing a ten thousand word novel in one month. Oh wow! Now, now here's the trick, though. He didn't for for more than half of that. He didn't have a working computer to work with. Oh wow! He did it longhand. Huh. <laughs> And he said he discovered something about longhand that you don't have the the problem that you that you have whenever you're using a computer that you don't have with longhand. With longhand, you're writing it out, and guess what? You can't do. You can't backspace. You can't make those kinds of corrections. Yeah, maybe if you were to like erase, you know. But he's he's writing it in pen, so he's made a mistake. Eh, so what? Just keep going. So he keeps writing, keeps writing, manages to write the entire novel in one month. Wow. So that's actually an insight because if you think, you know, I mean, we have all this wicked gadgetry that we can, you know, supposedly make awesome documents with and all that stuff. And to a good degree, a lot of it just doesn't compare to what what was written even 100 years ago. Yeah. Forget forget 500 years ago. Just, you know, you know. Well, same principle because like with the typewriter, you still can't go back. You really have to have everything thought through. Yeah. Well, I mean, of course you do. I mean, you always do a draft that's longhand, I assume. Yeah. Then you, then you go to type it, but still, you, then you, you can really hand have to have it everything. to somebody to type it. Yeah. Which is usually the way it worked in those days. You had a secretary. Someone would sit there and write out their manuscript. Think of think of the reason why it's called manuscript. Mm. You know, you manually wrote it out. You know. Um, so you hand that to somebody to either be printed. Somebody's going to set the type and and print it, or they're going to type it, you know. And then somebody's going to proofread it or whatever. You know that stuff starts to come up more later. Which, which by the way, think about that. Luther didn't have proofreaders either. Just write his own stuff. Yeah. I mean, now we have proofreaders and all that stuff, and they still find mistakes. You know, grammar mistakes, spelling mistakes, even even with computer programs that put those garish lines underneath the thing it says you misspelled this you still get stuff on 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 a kindle book and you go through and they they left a p out of appearance yeah, yeah. <laughs> or something like that <laughs> but, but you know what i always find amusing like like when you're in word is, is how that the, the grammar correctors are almost always wrong yeah like you know we use we use the online version of word to uh, to do our uh, show notes, and I just figured out why it is that every time I'm I'm typing because I don't sometimes I don't I've, I've learned like you that a lot of the times if something's underlined it's usually something that you don't want to care about but at the end of every one of my sentences there'd be a line you know what it's screaming at me for I use too many spaces in between sentences really yeah. Are you a double spacer? Yeah, I'm a double spacer. Yeah, I'm a double spacer, too. I'm a double spacer because that's what they taught us to do. I took Mm -hmm. typing class years and years ago. Yep, same here. On a manual typewriter. When I was in in junior high, I had a semester of learning to type on on, on typewriters. Not computers, typewriters. Of course, I actually took the typing class so that I could learn to type on a computer. We had one at the house. And nobody could use it. <laughs> we got a trash eighty at the house. You know, they they got it for Christmas or something like that. 
And, you know, we talked about a niche, right? Lutheran yeah. perspective, anime. We have yet to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, before we do, you know what else really bugs me about our education system? What? Yeah, I got to get this out. First of all, they did away with cursive writing. Then they no longer teach the Oxford comma, which drives me crazy. But my, my rant's done. I am totally in favor of the Oxford comma. Yeah. It makes so much more sense than doing it any other way. But what do I know? Actually, yeah. I don't know much. Yeah, so what we better I, get talking about anime. Yeah, what do we do? Well, why don't we just go ahead and uh, do that thing that they call the Anime Fire's Roundup. This week on Mobile Suit Gundam, Iron-Blooded Orphans, Tekadon and Turbines prepare to leave for Earth. The woman who offered Orga her handkerchief when he was drunk and vomiting is now Tekadon's new consultant. The crew gets messages from home, and several characters reflect on their childhoods. While out on a patrol to Tekadon, soldiers encounter three unknown mobile suits, and Gundam Barbatas is sent out just in time. Anti-Magic Academy continues as Kusanagi visits his little sister, Kaseki, who is being held in a high-security facility somewhere under the Academy itself. A demon born of normal human lineage, she's very difficult to kill, and when an experiment into the limits of her resurrection powers goes bad, she escapes the facility in search of Kusanagi. When she catches up with the platoon, everyone goes out of their way to make her feel welcome, but Kaseki has a startling request of her older brother. She wants him to kill her. This week on Young Blackjack, there's been a trail of grisly murders following Hayaki Sensai's disappearance. He is seeking revenge on the professors that cost him his chance at performing another surgery, and possibly who were behind his original accident. When Hizama saves one of the men who has had his left arm severed, they find out that Hayaki Sensai is indeed behind the murderers, as he is taking one limb from each of the men that had wronged him. Hezama goes looking for Hayaki Sensei and finds him in an abandoned temple on the mountain. What'll happen? Tune in to this week's Young Blackjack and then tune in to next week's Young Blackjack. Let's find out. This week in Lance and Masks, now that recent troubles have died down, Yotaro, Makio, and the rest settle down for some ordinary days. But still, it appears that Makio is upset at having her belief in Nightlancer shaken by discovering her beloved hero is in fact Yotaro. But when Makio disappears and no one can find her, the leader of the rival African branch of the Knights of the World, Wajet Raja, decides that she wants Yotaro to join her group and will stop at nothing to coerce him into joining. She kidnaps Alice, Yoifeng, and Sylvia and threatens to harm them if he doesn't comply. But Yotaro's father, Shin, appears, seemingly ready to fend off Raja's knights. Can Shin be trusted? This week on Attack on Titan Junior High! It's time for the Attack Junior High School Festival, and all the students must participate. Some do plays, do other activities, but some of them actually open up their own food stalls. And Aaron opens up a cheeseburger stand! Aaron's stall is right next to Rico's rice stall, and the competition is fierce. However, the entire festival is ruined when some titans appear and run off with all the food stalls. This week on One Punch Man. Saitama now finds himself with little to do, now that the Class C quotas were lifted when he achieved Class B rank, so he tags along with the S-Class heroes to an emergency meeting at the Hero Organization headquarters. 
Putty Putty Prisoner, Genos, Metal Bat, Tank Top Master, Flashy Flash, Watchdog Man, Super Alloy Blackluster, Pig God, Drive Knight, Zombie Man, King, Child Emperor, Atomic Samurai, Silver Fang, and the Terrible Tornado are all present to hear the final prediction of the seer, Madame Shibabawa, who died trying to predict the dreaded God-level disaster that threatens the future of the world. But while the meeting is in progress, her prediction comes true today, and the city is attacked, and a giant spaceship all but lands on the city, destroying everything under it. While the other S-Class heroes fight on the ground, Saitama goes alone into the ship itself, again searching for the challenger who can defeat his one punch. Is this the end of the world? Could it be that Saitama has finally met his match? And that was the end of the Anime Fyro's Roundup. See, I didn't trip over it this time. Anime Fyro's yep. Roundup. You, you did good. Anime, I'm proud. Anime Fyro's Roundup. Say it ten times fast. Anime Fyro's Roundup. 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 I like how you're so literal. You, I did. I just. You just obeyed me with the, what else will you obey if I if I were to just tell you to do something? Um see I've only jumped off a cliff like thirteen times. Only thirteen times? <laughs> only thirteen times. Wow. You just you know only I, taking the cinnamon challenge like ninety eight times. No. You trying to kill yourself is what you're doing. See what happens is people accidentally breathe that stuff and die. Yeah, that just seems like a bad idea. You know, like, like why, why, why do I, why would I want to put a bunch of cinnamon in my mouth? Because people think that. See, here's the reason: because cinnamon tastes so good when it's on a cinnamon bun, it couldn't be that bad, right? Oh, it is. Yeah, sure. It is. Yeah, it's it's just like cinnamon by itself is not much better than than like powdered peppers. You know, just. Ugh. I know because when I was a kid, I was like, "Oh, it's gonna be good, mom." It's go, ah, it's, yeah. You gotta add sugar and stuff to that before yeah. it like actually. You, like, it's like when you taste vanilla, act, like not vanilla, vanilla extract. Uh, van- yeah. Yes, that. that's another one. <laughs> it makes you go, "Well, but mom, it tastes like, yeah, 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 yeah." Leave that alone, First, kid. And then once you're older, you find out it has a good amount of alcohol in it, so you start chugging it. Oh, oh, wait, what? I never did that. I didn't say that. I, I didn't I, say that. Yeah, and we are not by any means telling anybody that what they should do is, you know, eat uh, raw cinnamon and drink vanilla extract. Don't yeah, just, don't do those don't. things. Just don't. don't do them. Don't. Don't. If you were about to do it, I saw you out there, viewer, stop, stop. Put that down. Put it down. <laughs> Somebody will have been like, go, stop, and he goes, what? I just I, I just know it because people that once in a while you got people like that. Now, have you been watching? Um, did you start watching One Punch Man? Um, sure, sure, sure. You oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, let me let me well, have explain. you. I'm serious. You don't have to explain. Um, have you? No, no there's, it, there's there's multiple things I need to explain. Okay, um, explain, dear listeners. The reason why we so late on getting the last show out last week was because Matthew was procrastinating and I had nothing to do with it. 
Oh, okay, okay. But I, I, could, I could be, I could be like a, a, a really good sport and take the fall for you. I probably you could, but not, you're not. I'm not gonna. <laughs> no, it was my fault. But in my defense, last week was finals week, and my mother's birthday, and so I didn't. It, like yesterday was the day I had enough time to get all the reviews done. Which the one review? <laughs> see, here's the thing: is as I was, I was waiting. See, we've gotten in a, in a bad habit. I don't know if it's a bad habit or not, but you know, we we record the uh, the 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 roundups, the the uh, the recaps, and uh, I had all mine done, and uh, you know, yet I love that. <laughs> you know that the listeners have heard it by now. You know, this week on Attack on Titan Junior High. Why it's election week at the school. Who's going to win? Who's going to lose? Tune in and find out. <laughs> okay. I, I tried to be a little bit more descriptive with this week's Attack on Titan Junior High. But I'm going to be honest. The uh, the Gundams, I, I swear you have like whole episodes where like nothing of any sort of like notability happens. Oh, yeah? It's like, oh. Oh, is that, why, is that why that one was like, and that's pretty much it? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just like nothing, like really, like you know, I really need to mention that. It's just like kind of mundane stuff that happens in the episodes. Well, I had, it's like I, I've I only I don't want to recount all this. You out, know? out of my out of my the ones that I've got, I have I've only run into that once, and that was with <laughs> with this this one this um, um, Anti Magic Academy. Oh, look, we were assigned to go and find a a. A what was it? It's like a a sea level magic item that's being passed around on the black market. It's a magic ring. Well, we don't know what it does. Well, here, let's try it. Oh, it's a it's a ring of drunkenness that works in reverse. It doesn't make it doesn't make the wearer drunk. It makes everybody else drunk. Ah, that would be more entertaining, though. I feel. Oh, it was. Speaking <laughs> of drunkenness. Oh yeah. Speaking of drunkenness, I. Want to cut Matthew off and apologize to the listeners for saying sensei instead of sensei. In what? my uh, review of One Punch Man, I had uh, I went back and like listened to it. And I'm thinking, why in the world did I say sensei? Then I was kind of amused by it, so I left it as is and didn't re-record it. So let everyone know, don't write me be, angrily some... on Facebook. I, yeah. I know uh, sensei. Inside. I'm gonna have to look up and see what that actually is because you may have said something else. Oh, probably. It's probably you called horribly you vulgar called, and profane. Yeah, something horribly. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, this has been rough <laughs> on you doing luck. this. You, this has been rough on you trying to do this. Uh, this, uh, you know, this roundup thing instead of doing the like we were gonna do the anime news. Yeah. You know, which, yeah, you know, that's interesting, but it's nowhere to me. It's nowhere near as interesting. As the actual no. shows, yeah, I agree. Yeah, because yeah. I could. Because here's, I mean, we could do. Let me see. I could. Here's what I'll do. I'll. I'll what I'll do is I'll bring up the Crunchyroll blog. You know, because yeah. because I I went to all this trouble to create a um, a feedly that's got like anime Ooh. everything on it, right? And and guess what winds up being the pretty much the only thing that shows up in it because nobody else is really updating. Um, pretty much Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll. That's it. So, if you want anime news, just go to the Crunchyroll blog. Done. 
I mean, it's even better than, you know, see, like, here's yeah. here's news. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Diamond is Unbreakable. It's a new new thing. They're going to be doing a comic at. Uh, by the way, that was where I found the Crayon Shinjon movie. Oh. You, should be, you should be pumped. Yeah, I, I am. It's, but, of course, that's been out for a while over there. I mean, they have several Shinchan movies. Yeah, but it's apparently getting ready to come. Well, this one is, is new. This one comes out oh, next really? year. Oh, really? Oh, 2016. Wow. If I'm not mistaken, let me see. If I look at the blog, or not if I look at the blog, if I look at our group and I put that up, let me see if I can find it. I think that, see, they use Arabic numbers like we do. So that's where, yeah, 4-16-2016. That's the release date. Hmm. For the new Crayon Shinchan uh, uh, movie, cool. You know, and that's and where did I find out about that? On the Crunchyroll. Crunchy yep. In fact, here it is. It's uh, December eleventh was the day that was two days ago. Twenty fourth, the twenty fourth inch entry. You wouldn't believe that in the Crayon Shinchan theatrical anime series wow. <laughs> hits Japan April sixteenth, twenty sixteen. I mean, I feel like Shinchan really is kind of like the Simpsons of Japan, though. Okay. He's such an enduring character. Uh, Cute and uh, sassy. Yeah. Okay, so we are... Well, how did it happen to be then? Oh, I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> there's, there's things happen on this show, and I have no idea why. Today was, you know, so there... But yeah, you you are probably right about that. There is there is a way in which Crayon Shinchan is like one of those subversive shows that's got under that same same um, um you know same vein. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just I mean, it's not what it's 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 not what it looks like. In spite no. of in spite of the 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 crazy way that the the characters are drawn, it's it's not it the the show is not at all what it what it looks like. And that's the joy of it. Of course, that's the joy of yeah. most most anime. But in this case, it's that's intended true. to be crazy subversive. So. Yeah. I mean, the creator's been dead a good while. So for it to keep on going after his death is kind of like people are really digging that character. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, you're right. So I don't know. What do you want to do? Do you want to you want to keep rolling on this, or you want to just go ahead and hit uh, hit uh, hit for the other side of the break? Yeah, we can head for the other side. Hit for the other side. Oh, there's one thing I was want to talk about because it's going to come up in the in the uh, in the roundup anyway. Is you know how how the reason why I ask if you have been watching One Punch Man or not is because they they finally have their their god disaster has already come. Okay, commie level disaster. It's already it's already come, and. Uh, they all the S class heroes are like scrambling, trying to figure out what to do. And Saitama's got he's he has only one thing on on his mind. What's been on his mind pretty much the whole thing? I'm looking for somebody, looking for somebody that could actually be a challenge. So what is he doing with this thing? We've got this giant alien spacecraft has just landed and dropped all these deadly aliens, and they're all destroying and carrying on. What's he doing? Well, he finds a way on the ship, and he's just. Trying to find who's ever's in charge. <laughs> he's looking. He's looking to one punch somebody. He's either gonna. He's either gonna get one punched or he's gonna one punch somebody. Of course, I don't know. 
you know, what I was actually arguing with somebody on. There's a couple of other uh, anime forums on or anime groups on uh, on Facebook, and one of them was wanting to talk about fights between various Dragon Balls Z characters and whatever. And I and I did like I always love to do, which is just to mess everybody up. And I said, put a, a picture of Saitama in there. Saitama for the win. You say. And then somebody comes back and says, oh, I know several Marvel characters that could take him out. And I was like, yeah, you see, the, the whole point of all of this is he has never once actually gone all out. He's never – there's no way to know. I mean, he punched a meteor for crying out loud, and even that wasn't nothing. You know. <laughs> I, I just like that comment, though. I know several Marvel characters that could take him out. It's like, yeah, like, you met You would them. know several Marvel characters, wouldn't you? <laughs> you would. He said, well, he punched a meteor for fun, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it was no problem. He just, there's giant meteors just <laughs> punched right through it, you know? Yeah. I mean, it, I mean it, take like t- Tony Stark. Tony Stark doesn't do what he does for fun. <laughs> he does it because if he stopped, he'd be so overwhelmed by depression that he would probably become suicidal or even more of an alcoholic than he already is. Yeah. The being Iron Man is what he does, not for fun, but to live. Yeah. Captain America. He can't do what he wants to for fun. He can't go back in time. Yeah. There's no more fun at all for Captain all America. All he's got is honor. All he's got is honor. Yeah. But Saitama? He does it for fun. fun. He does it for strict, fun. Strictly for fun. I mean, he'd have been. Here's it, the whole thing in the Avengers. The first Avengers movie happens. You know, the big the the portal opens. All the stuff comes in. It's, oh yeah, you know, <laughs> just you know, even even though you've got you know the Hulk running around, I guess you could say he's having fun, you know, because he's doing what the Hulk does. That's it. Yeah. Hulk smash. You're pretty much done. Saitama would have been just. Uh, I, who's in charge of this? I. I, yeah, I know it's smashing the buildings and stuff. I I, I don't care. Who's in charge? <laughs> I want to know right now. Oh, is it this Loki guy? Uh, well, this Hulk thing already took him out. Um, who's in charge? <laughs> who's who's the, yeah. I want to know who's the strong. Who is the strongest here? No, shut up, Thor. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> it just because it, it, yeah. he wouldn't recognize Thor. He said, he, he would say he would say something like he did to the to one of the S S class heroes, who's who's by the way a big deal. Looks at him and says, "He says, pleased to meet you, middle aged middle aged superhero dude." <laughs> <laughs> he goes, "I am not middle aged. I'm only thirty seven. <laughs> oh, thirty seven's not middle aged. Oh, I wouldn't have guessed that. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah." Middle-aged superhero dude, how you doing? <laughs> All right, now why don't we go to the other side of the break? Because I just think that that show is the funniest thing in the world. Oh, before we before we do, let me tell everybody what it is that I decided I wanted to talk about this week. And that's yeah, you got to get your thing out because I'm on a Ghibli roll again. My neighbor Totoro, Tony Tonari no Totoro, and we'll be back in just a minute, and you'll find out why. So, back with more radical grit. Yeah. Angel Repair Juice in just a moment. This is Trina Nishimura here at Indiana Comic Con, and you're listening to Angel Repair Juice. 
Hello there, Hank Hill, American and Assistant Manager of Strickland Propane. I've come here today to tell you about Angel Repair Juice. Angel Repair Juice has changed my life for the better. It makes me want to get up in the morning every day and be a good American, I tell you what. So, next time you get down in the dumps, Try some Angel Repair Juice. It's good for your soul, I tell you what. Welcome back to Angel Repair Juice. Now, my let's name. let's do... Yeah, well, okay, yeah, go ahead. No, my name's Henry Vole. And my name is still Matthew Pancake. You're still listening to the same program. And now we're going to tell you how to get in touch with us. And we're going to do it very, very diligently. Um, because we've not been very diligent in this <laughs> in the past. So we're going to try that. Um, here's the trick. Angel Repair Juice PC at gmail.com. Henry's the one that picked that, by the way. Angel Repair Juice PC. Now, how do you spell Angel Repair Juice? <laughs> you spell it Angel, Angel Repair Juice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm too. I am one punch drunk right now, so you know, don't ask me how to spell it. Angel Repair Juice PC at gmail.com If you'd like to send us an email, um, you could actually go to Angel Repair Juice at WordPress.com, where. That's where all of our programs wind up being. And they also wind up being in the the Facebook group. Um, have we have we finally gotten it fixed so that – see, we need to get that in network blogs. Then that stuff happens automatically, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we get that in network blogs. That happens – that starts to happen automatically. Um, and then there's also um, ARJ Podcast, correct? Yep, at ARJ Podcast. Yep, that's the Twitter. And Twitter. and what else is there? Um, Facebook groups. Yeah, pages. yeah, and the and the uh, the uh, oh, what do they call it? The page, a Facebook page. Yeah, which the is, website. Yeah, the we- well, I did the website. Oh, okay, yeah, try it. Yeah, you can also stand out on top of your uh, your house and yell really loud, and we might hear. Um, hey, you guys, Angel Repair Juice. Yes, what did you want? I think you're dumb. You see, you could send this that if you wanted to. We don't care. We know we're yeah. dumb. Although, just you know, word of warning: we already know we're dumb. So, what are you gonna do, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, as long as we, as long as we know, that's as long as we know. Well, it'd be confirmation. It'd be good, you know, that a second opinion. Uh, wait a minute. If you're in my opinion, both counts as like opinion number one, opinion number two. A third opinion would be awesome. Then That's we, true. That then would, we could get would. busy with the 9.5 thesis and prove it. It's true. Scientific method at work. <laughs> <laughs> the 9.5 thesis of anime at Angel Repair Juice. Yeah, we'll make that into a book. That'll go along with the book I was listening to last week's show. 
uh, listening to it again, where we have uh, How to Be Your Own God by Anton LaVey. <laughs> For some reason, that's got legs in my mind. For, to refresh everybody, uh, that would be uh, some fair use work, um, stealing from st- – listen to me – stealing some stuff. Borrowing. From, borrowing some stuff from – it's fair use. So, you know, it's borrowing some Joel Osteen stuff, repacking – repackaging it as like one of the uh, lost posthumous books of anti LaVey called Anton LaVey called how to be your own God. Yeah. Because, and then see how long it takes people to figure out, wait a minute, this is Joel Osteen. I think that that's got legs. Don't you Henry? I think so. I mean, with the miracle of create space, <laughs> you put your mind to it, you can do anything. The miracle of create space. Yeah, maybe we start that out. See, there's a there's a company. Ah, what was they called? Lulu. That's right, Lulu.com. Where, yeah. yeah, where you could get books printed, and you could get anything printed. In fact, I I that's that is where like the all time crazy book. The all-time crazy book of all time. On it's on Amazon. You can actually get it in a Kindle edition now. Okay, and yeah. it's, and it's called How to. Well, first of all, before I tell you the title, it's it is written by somebody who's Japanese. It's, okay, that explains and, everything. Yeah, it's written by somebody who's Japanese, and they've used a machine probably to translate it. So I'm <laughs> sure that it's got a really wonderful Japanese title, but it is called. How to Goodbye Depression. (laughs) (laughs) The title already is Banishing Depression. Uh, (laughs) How to Goodbye Depression, colon, if you constrict anus 100 times a day, (laughs) colon, (laughs) colon, (laughs) colon, malarkey or effective way. Is, is it malarkey or effective way? And and the whole book is nothing but just stuff from a forum where he presented this idea. You know, if you if you constrict it one hundred times a day, and and before any of you out there are like all pietistic and said he said the word anus, I actually passed this around to a whole bunch of pastors, and they thought, yeah, this thing goodbyes depression pretty quick. <laughs> Just, just just going to, <laughs> just, oh, just going just going to you don't even have to buy it you can just go to amazon because there's a you know, a version of it right there on the on the thing where you can look inside and you, <laughs> and you can look inside and and, okay. and okay. read some of the stuff i've got to look this up right now i'm sorry how to good how to goodbye depression if you, on my Amazon a- app here. if you if you constrict anus 100 times a day out to goodbye depression <laughs> no no i i just want you to to realize that this is what i this is what i have in my in my search history here so this, this is what i'm going to add goodbye depression to see i have augsburg to constantinople i have the abolition of man i have christian dogmatics i have uh, uh, Thomism. And to to this long list of studious uh, search and queries, I'm going to add how to goodbye depression. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> comes right up. How to good by depression? <laughs> if, if there it is, if you constrict anus one hundred times a day. Now let's see. Uh, let's see. It says I can get it in a paperback too. Now, now yep. this. Yep. Let me look for the Kindle. It's here Kindle. somewhere. It's here somewhere. See. Unless they get rid of it. Oh, I doubt it. Or may I, I go into my? I hope not, because that was. That's like Looks an awesome format. way to make money. <laughs> Kindle edition. Well, while you're looking for it, I'm going to read the the little synopsis thing here. It says, "It says I think constricting anus 100 times a day, and denting navel 100 times a day in succession every day, is effective to goodbye depression and take back youth." <laughs> you you can do so at a boring meeting or in a subway. <laughs> I have, and I like what it says here, I have known 70-year-old men who have practiced it for 20 years. As a result, he has good complexion and has grown 20 years younger. His eyes sparkle. He's full of vigor, happiness, and joy. He has neither complained nor borne a grudge under any circumstance. Furthermore, he can make hashtags. (laughs) There's like a bunch of hashtags. Three, three times, three times in succession without drawing out in addition, he also can have burned a strong, beautiful fire within his abdomen. <laughs> no, no, no I, I just want to add this, Matthew. On the customers who bought this also bought a section that says images you should not. Okay, I can't. Do that one. Um, second one is Dancing with Jesus. And the third one is Cooking with Coolio, five-star meals. <laughs> now, you didn't finish the Dancing with Jesus, featuring a host of miraculous moves. <laughs> <laughs> so so you can goodbye depression, dance with Jesus, and cook with Coolio. I say if you master those three skills, ain't nothing keeping you back. Yeah. You will have goodbye. You will have... Goodbye depression. This goodbye dep- this goodbyes depression pretty quickly. <laughs> I mean, this thing isn't cheap either, man. It's like fifteen dollars. This is fifteen tw- fifteen dollars and twenty six cents for the paperback edition. Oh wait a minute, here see all formats. Oh, it only says paperback. Yeah. New from eleven eleven dollars. Let's see what it says. You can get a new one for fourteen. Well, there's not an $11 version one here. Liars! Liars! I like it. Oh, you can buy How to Goodbye Depression from Inswell's Books. Okay. <laughs> at this rate, at this rate, the world... See, and you can and you can see how if you... Well, I don't know. You're using your app. But I can click on Look Inside. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Must be nice. Are, are there diagrams to, to how to do these constrictions? Like I know. <laughs> step-by-step instructions? <laughs> the good yes. by depression. I mean, the, the Japanese love pictures with their instructions, you know. It says, hello. In fact, here's the first page. And guess what? It's, it is it is from a forum of some type, like, a, like an email forum. It says, how to good by depression one from 1999. <laughs> It's in a, it's in a news it's in the news group depression. Hello, how to goodbye depression is how to strengthen your internal organs, 
how to have good complexion and how to grow younger. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is how to goodbye depression. <laughs> I think it is effective to constrict your anus one hundred times, dent your navel one hundred times in succession every day. <laughs> What's what is what is dent, you know, Matthew, dent your I'm, navel? What? <laughs> I'm doing this right now. I'm still feeling fairly depressed. You know what we need to do? Suicide rates are uh, statistically higher during the holiday season. We need to get a an abridged version of this, like in a tract format. Just go around passing it out to people. There you go. Out of goodbye depression. <laughs> Hello for twenty years. As a re- <laughs> yeah. how it reads. Hello for twenty years, and once as a result, he has good complexion and has grown twenty years younger. So. He started when he was 50, and he grew 20 years younger during those 20 years, so he must still be 50, but you say he's 70, so he must really be 90, <laughs> which would make him 70. No, wait. He's grown 20 years younger than 20 years ago. He was 110. <laughs> this is somebody. This is in the book. It's a response to the this gobbledygook as somebody else said yeah oh so the thing about it is is this goodbyes depression pretty quick all you got to do is eventually turn to it oh, no. yeah that's all you have to do you don't even have to buy it just go to amazon and click look inside and it'll give you a random page and you'll be in good shape Okay. All right then. Now let's. Talk, how's yeah. this for a segue? Now let's talk about my neighbor Totoro, who well, doesn't like need last, to do any of that. Like the last five minutes of the show. Okay. Here's the yeah. Well, no, it's not the last five minutes of the show. There's still a good twenty, good twenty minutes left here. Oh, so, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. So why do I want to talk about if anybody's seen my neighbor Totoro, they they'll know that yeah, it's pretty awesome because it, for 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 being the kind of of movie that you know Hayao Miyazaki will do, and you know that he doesn't actually write a script before he even starts working on it. Which, by the way, there's something to that. Um. It all came out with NaNoWriMo. If we got time at the end, I'll talk about it. There, there's something to the idea of saying, you know what? I'm not going to write a script. I'm just going to start working on the visuals first. Figure out who's in the story and then go from there. So My Neighbor Totoro takes place after World War II, but it still takes place in a time where you have those really big radios. They make a big deal out of this at the beginning where they're moving and this guy's saying, hey, where do you want your radio? And he's carrying this huge wooden radio, you know, probably a tube radio, wants it in the living room, places it in, in that time period before television but after World War II. Hayao Miyazaki uh, says that it's partially um, autobiographical in that he and his brother lived out in the country at one point with his mom who had – um, spinal, um, I was going to say meningitis, spinal tuberculosis. And they needed to find some place that would actually take a patient like her. Because, you know, think, think, of the, think of the word tuberculosis. There's not many names, you know, disease names that'll make people scurry for the hills. So I don't want to be near somebody like that. And, you know, it turns out, 
You remember when Ted Giese made a, a, a big deal where he, he made the point, and this is what made me want to talk about it today, that anytime you find something Christian in in something like a movie, or that means that that happens in a world where Christianity exists. Yeah. Makes a yeah. big deal out of out of this because the only hospital well the hospital where um Satsuki and May, who are the, the two girls Hayao Miyazaki said he made them girls because it would have been actually too painful to make them boys because then he'd have to think about that every day. Um actually lived through although there was no Totoro. We'll explain who that is in a minute. So the family actually has to move away from the city where where dad is a professor at, at a college to go out there and be near the hospital where where mom is being cared for at this Christian hospital. You can see the church there and you can see everything. So I got to rethinking the story for uh, my neighbor Totoro. As soon as they get there, they find this giant – well, it's actually built into a hill, but it looks like a giant tree. It's a camphor tree. Camphor trees usually get – in historically, they get venerated because they grow so large. Um, anything large like that looks like it's authoritative in in nature. You know, People will look at it and say, yeah, if there's a kami hanging around that one, kami being God, if there's you – know, then he's probably a big deal. You know, so they'll they'll venerate that. They'll put a shrine up nearby. Turns out there is a shrine there, but there's also this Totoro. Now, I'm not going to look up right now because I get the feeling that the word Totoro actually means something, but I don't know right now. I probably should have looked it up, but it, it's actually, to me, kind of meaningless because May, the younger girl, the four-year-old, is the one to find Totoro, and she stumbles upon him. He's this huge, almost teddy bear-like thing, except that he's got a mouth that's large enough to eat four or five children and giant claws. So, yeah, he's sort of cute-looking, but sometimes not so cute-looking, which, by the way, that's what most people would think of whenever they think of a kami in Japan. You're not certain. You're not, you can't be really sure about the kamis. They might be helpful. They might not be. They, if you prayed to them, they might help you, and they might not. And they just, you just sort of have to deal with that. There's, there's no. They would easily tell you that there's no way to know for certain. You know, if, if, you know, you, you hope that they would, but you don't know because they, they do their own thing. Unlike the Christian God, by the way, who gives us the gospel and tells us that yeah, he's all about. Um, his creation, he's all about us, so much so that he gave his only begotten son. By the way, he that's it's a good time to be talking about that, it being Advent. Just a little so, bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Um just a little bit. But it's it's a it's it, there's there's four times that Totoro actually appears in, in this show. The show actually, or the movie, actually starts off really sort of lighthearted. You know, they're they're showing up at the house, they're exploring the house, and and anybody that's seen um, Spirited Away, they ought to know that there's sort of a spiritual connection between My Neighbor Totoro and Spirited Away, in that they both have the little soot gremlins, the soot sprites. They both have those little the little black things with the eyeballs. 
that sort, oh, of, okay. that sort of scurry around. They're in both movies. So there's sort of a, for I, probably for Miyazaki, there's sort of a same world connection. They're in the same, the, the same world as each other. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it starts off very lighthearted, but as time goes by, you begin to realize that, well, they've moved out to the country because someone in the family is very sick and they're in the hospital and they've been in the hospital for a while. And they're kind of looking forward to mom maybe coming home for a weekend. Um, apparently, this is something that they used to do. They'd send them home to see how they're going to do, you know, see if they're, um, you know, like. For instance, you know, these these kinds of diseases strike like polio. Polio makes it so that you can't really walk. Well, you, at some point, you've got to get out in life and find out how this is going to work. You know, if you can start to make a life again. At one point in the story, though, after you've seen Totoro three times, you've seen him, you know, directing traffic with regards to how um, forests grow. You've seen him have fun with an umbrella. Um, that's that iconic scene with that giant Totoro with the umbrella that doesn't really cover him. I know you, the, you've seen that, haven't you, Henry? What is it? Well, he's standing there. The The iconic shot oh. that's got him with the, with the umbrella. Yeah. You know, you've said that one. But when you get to the end of the story, there's this whole thing where where the idyllic feel of it begins to unravel because mom there's there was a a simple thing happens a telegram comes and nobody's home to receive it at the time um the kids get it and satsuki reads it and it basically says that mom's gotten sick and she's not going to be able to go last time they said that said yeah she'll be better in a few days Last time they said that she went in the hospital and she stayed for weeks and weeks. She starts to become very scared. Suddenly, this sort of fun story it doesn't feel so fun anymore. In fact, it keeps growing to where it's not really very fun at all. May gets lost. on. May gets this idea that she's going to go visit her mom. She leaves very close to dark to go find her herself. Four-year-old out on the road, on a, on a country road, trying to find her way to a hospital. Gets totally lost, and Satsuki is busy trying to find him. In fact, the whole town is out trying to find this kid. It's, you know, the sun is going down right now. Satsuki's been all over the place looking for him. Everybody's been looking for him, and she finally looks up at that tree and wonders, I wonder if he would help. And and here's what I didn't say before we started, Henry. They they know where the shrine is. That's not where she goes. She goes to the place where May was able to get in and says, Please let me please let me see him. Please let me in to see Totoro. Because, you know, that her dad actually tells him this that, you know, a lot of the time the gods don't want to be seen. That's the reason that you can't find them. They just don't they don't want to be bothered. Um, they they want to do their thing, and everybody else just sort of leave us alone. You know, just stay away. She runs around to that place where May actually made it in, goes in, falls headlong into him, and without even knowing for certain, all that she's got, the only thing that she's got is hope, and maybe even faith that he would do something about it. 
and this creature starts to wrap its hand around her. And, you know, on one hand, it looks cute. On the other hand, it's, it's kind of scary looking. Wraps around, looks like it, it might actually crush her. And then suddenly, he just gets this huge smile as though, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> and, you know, does his, does his thing. And it occurred to me that, you know, since there's, you know, a church and since there's Christianity sort of in there, it's not like in the forefront. I wondered to myself if what's it's not that Miyazaki sits there and thinks, well, I think what I'll do is I'll reimagine Akami as being more like the Christian God. What I wonder is, has Christianity affected the way they think about God in general? Because I do know this. They they often say Kamisama the way we say God, you know, because we in um, in you know just standard culture here in the United States, when people say God, if you ask them, what do you mean by that? Just tell me what you mean. Said, so, well, you know, the big guy, you know, the, the you know the God of all gods, you know, or, or whatever, you know, however they might describe it. Kamisama, sama being the honorific that you would give to the highest member of a family. Would mean God Most High. They they actually talk that way in Japan, even though they don't have um, a way of knowing what he looks like or any of that stuff. They do get that impression that he's there. I wonder if what happens is 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 because you know that moment in his life, Miyazaki's life was so hard. Here he is, whenever he reimagines this, he puts this in there and and sort of without because remember he doesn't write a script beforehand sort of reimagines you know his idea or a kid's idea of god as being not capricious not not sort of skittish or standoffish or any of that stuff is yeah i'd be delighted to help you you know just gets this big smile and roars and just right into it said yep i can do something about this right now i can take care of it in fact he doesn't do it himself he actually calls for help Calls the cat bus, so that you know. <laughs> yes, the same one that you saw in The Simpsons. Since, Henry, you haven't seen Totoro. You should go and see it today. Because, okay. You know, because it's it's got... And here and like I said before, the, before we were recording this, Henry, so I remember... So that I remember to do this. We wouldn't know. Nobody would be able to tell from just the natural, everyday... You know, thing that if you ask any of the pagans, the pagans will say that, you know, like we have the god of the east winds or we have, you know, the gods of Olympus or we have whatever, whatever the, the gods are. And usually they're tied to the elements in some way. You have the gods of the seas and you have and they use it as a way of explaining why all this crazy stuff happens. You know, here comes this crazy storm. We don't know why it came or why these droughts came. Or any of that, and they say, "Well, it's because the the gods were angry." We don't know exactly why. That's the that's the only view that we would be able to get of God if all we did was use nature. If if all we all we did was just the daily things that happened, it would seem like any god would be capricious, totally capricious, does whatever they want to do. You know, we could we could even pray as hard as we wanted to, and there would still be a drought, or you know, huge storm would still destroy the place. You know, we wouldn't we wouldn't know. There'd be no way to know. However, 
the God Christ gives us the gospel that tells us something else. That's something that's outside of nature, something that you would never find in nature. You wouldn't find, you know, you wouldn't be able to see good news just sort of crawling out from under rocks or something like that. You know, the only way that you would find good news is if somebody gave it to you. And that was what I, I saw in there. The good news is, is Totoro will help. The good news is, is that Christ does hear your prayers. You know, and even, and we're directed to not look at the things that are going on around us to decide whether or not God is good or, or whatever. It's based on what it is that he says. And, you know, this is the, I, I guess part of the reason why I wanted to talk about it this way was because it's Advent. And one of the things that comes in Advent is this good news. Because Jesus comes to bring it with him. You know, it's been proclaimed in the Old Testament, but uh, they expect it to be a different kind of good news. Not this, not this good news. Not one who comes and pardons sins, you know, where everybody's busy trying to atone for what it is, do the good thing, you know. Going back to Totoro, Satsuki has nothing that she could offer Totoro, and he's delighted to do it. We, there's, you know, we could pr- ask the pagans, you could, you, you could do anything. You could do the rituals and all that stuff, and it still might not work. We don't know. But we know from the gospel that God is for us. Through faith, we know this. And that was that was what caught me when there's like she she looks up at the trees like, I wonder if Totoro could help. I don't know. <laughs> but up till now, it's, he doesn't seem to be anything. But it turns out, yep, he'll help. I don't know. That's what I wanted to talk about, Henry. Totoro <laughs> will help you. Yeah, well, not be depressed. Yeah, not be depressed. Totoro will help you to help goodbye you goodbye depression. depression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there's an example of how words can actually help you goodbye depression. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, after seeing the how to goodbye depression. Writing the book, Be Your Own God, this seems kind of, uh, how, how would you put it? What do you mean? It, it seems like the achievement's already been made. You know, someone has already oh, no, 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 scaled no, no. the summit. No, they've, they've scaled the summit, but that, that was one where I think that this guy was serious. Okay, and, and he just was like, well, I'll just publish the, you know, the stuff... I, th- I think he's serious. I think that he really thinks that doing that helps. Okay. We okay. are talking about making a point by fooling people. I know, I know, you shouldn't do it. But make, make, by fooling people, by, I don't know, poisoning their, the Anton LaVey's followers even more by, by giving them Joel Osteen in the guise of Anton LaVey. Or vice versa. <laughs> or vice versa. <laughs> This is like, wait a minute, this Anton LaVey guy, uh, Joel Osteen, you know, people, this Anton LaVey guy, he's not bad. wonder what else he's written. Let's, let's check out. Let's check that out. So you go to Google and you do just like you were going to goodbye depression, right? Put in, 
Books by Anton. Hey, look at that. It's actually one of the search results. It says Anton LaVey. Besides the Satanic Bible, let's see, the Devil's Notebook, that Satan Speaks. Does he have anything that doesn't wouldn't automatically put off a a um, let's see a, you know a, a Christian something that's not titled satanic? I doubt it. That was kind of his claim to fame. Eh, darn, because that would because oh. that would have been funny if you could find if you could find something. You know, Twelve steps to having a better day, or you could just retitle these. There you go. You could retitle one of these. Any one of them, you could retitle. Any one of these, you could retitle "How to Be Your Own God," which I think is the point that he's making anyway. Yeah. So and you could take about you could take a good number of Osteen's books and retitle them "Be Your Own God." Yeah. One would be the same. Yeah, it would be. Well, it would actually have more impact. Say, oh, how to be my own god? Oh. Sounds Ooh. appealing. Actually, it's what my pastor's. Uh, Sermon was about today. How to be your, having, really? Well, no, it was about you know having your own personalized Jesus. Oh, he didn't uh, play. He didn't play that song, did he? No, but I was thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> own personal Jesus Depeche Mode. <laughs> you would be out of Depeche Mode, or is that depressed mode? Depressed mode. <laughs> how, to good by de- how to book? How to goodbye depressed mode? <laughs> <laughs> okay okay so we do so should we do the uh the contact info again yeah it ain't gonna hurt okay why don't you do it this time i'm i'm Good. falling asleep well if you'd like to contact us you can get a hold of us at angel repair juice pc at gmail.com you can also contact us on facebook join our group like our page and you can follow us on twitter at arj podcast uh, you can also check out the website. That's www.angelrepairjuice.com. Oh, no, sorry, that's www.angelrepairjuice.wordpress.com. There you go. That's where we have all the shows, links to the shows and descriptions and stuff. And stuff. So, there's stuff and there. stuff. Well, that's because there's stuff there. <laughs> we need T-shirts. We need, we need stuff. Yeah, we need stuff. We need swag. That's what we need. Swag. Swag. Angel Repair Juice. Well, for, first of all, we need to figure out what to do about having actual Angel Repair Juice. Yeah, that's because true. Who knows? That could be the thing right there. Yep. Yeah, this is the energy energy drink of all time. Angel it Repair is. Juice. Or we could, maybe Angel Repair Juice is a depressant instead. <laughs> See, I think that would be better. We'll have a depressant. Depressant. It would be a classic depressant. No way that guy. Ale collared depressant called Angel Repair Juice. There you go. That's exactly what it is. So you've been listening to Angel Repair Juice. That fellow was Henry Volk. My name was Matthew Pancake. Thank you for listening to us. And we'll be back next time with more anime from a Lutheran perspective. See you next time. Bye.